Friends, if your family and friends are anything like mine, there's going to be a lot of talk today over Turkey. Some of it will be gossip, some of it about sports or jokes or jobs or plans. But some of your guests, and maybe perhaps even you, will want to talk about the distressing state of the nation and the world. I mean, say your cousin Sue worries about climate change and how little was accomplished in Glasgow. Well, your Trumpish Uncle Bob can't keep his mouth shut about Biden's so-called failures in Afghanistan at the, and at the border. Well, your son, Jared, back from college, wants to talk about systemic racism. Your friend, Sid, can't stop worrying about the pandemic or assault weapons or hate crimes or near record inequality or the opioid epidemic or soaring hopelessness or voter suppression, your daughter, Sarah, chimes in about the continuing menace of Donald Trump and the, and the lawmakers too timid to stand up to him. Yes, all are reasons for concern, except for those of your Trumpish Uncle Bob. But I would hope someone at your table also notes that America has gone through worse times and in many ways emerged better. When I graduated, from college in 1968, I thought America would never recover. Martin Luther King Jr. had been assassinated, as had Robert F. Kennedy. Our cities were burning, tens of thousands of young Americans, including several of my friends, were being ordered to Vietnam to fight an unwinnable and unjust war that ultimately claimed over 58,000 American lives and the lives of over 3 million Vietnamese. The nation was deeply and angrily divided. Young people rioted, demonstrated violently at the Democratic National Convention. And then in November of that year, Richard Nixon was elected president. But we did recover. We enacted the Environmental Protection Act. Eventually, we achieved marriage equality for gays and lesbians. We elected a black man president of the United States. We passed the Affordable Care Act. In 2018, we elected a record number of women, people of color, and LGBTQ representatives to Congress, including the first Muslim women. 18 states raised their minimum wages. In 2020, in 2020 Trump was sent packing, and Democrats took over the Senate and the House. COVID has been a horror, but Congress created a safety net that prevented millions from falling into deep poverty because of it. More than 70% of us are now vaccinated against it. We'll soon be investing over a trillion dollars repairing our crumbling roads and bridges and created, creating hundreds of thousands of new jobs. And it seems likely, not for certain, but likely that American families will be getting help with childcare and universal pre-K and more. What about the future? Well, obviously no one can tell, but there are some reasons for optimism. For one thing, we're on our way to becoming a nation of startling and overwhelming diversity. Most Americans under 18 are now people of color. In 10 years, most under 35 will be. In 30 years, most of us. That diversity 
is going to be a huge source of strength. As our growing diversity has strengthened us since our founding. For another, our young people are determined to make America and the world better. I've been teaching for 40 or odd years, and I've never taught a generation of students as dedicated to public service and as committed to improving the nation and the world as the generation I am now teaching. I should also point out that 60% of today's college students are women. It's an astounding achievement. It portends more women in leadership positions in in science, in politics, education, nonprofits, and in corporate suites. This will also be a great boon to America and the world. I'm not a technophile by any stretch of the imagination, but I can't help being impressed by what science and technology are accomplishing, such as the COVID vaccines that have saved countless lives and solar and wind energy sources that are rapidly replacing carbon fuels. With the right laws and incentives, science and technology could solve many more of the problems that plague the nation and the world. Now, look, don't get me wrong. I don't want to minimize our current plight. I am deeply worried about climate change, systemic racism, and growing attacks on our democracy. I'm not gonna tell any of my friends or relatives over dinner today that they're wrong to feel angry or to despair. But in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I will remind them of this nation's resilience and the many ways the future could be bright. And when we raise our glasses for a toast, I will ask that they never give up fighting for a more just society. Happy Thanksgiving, friends.